Lower your expectations. Season 3, it's a hockey podcast and Lance, Coach, and Randall. Hello and welcome to Youth Hockey Podcast episode 33. Uh, we have been rolling down the lines, uh, and I think we've uh, done a great job of mixing up the lines. Uh, the defense and the offense are all, uh, you know, like tearing up the other team at this point. Uh, and now we've reached a point in the season where um, I I really think you you can get a little nostalgic. You can look back. And, uh, most teams have started. Uh, tell me the truth, guys. Uh, most teams at this point have stopped playing. You don't, you don't have anybody that's playing hockey at this point, do you? I no, don't. actually, this this week, well, depending on when, when this episode comes out, uh, national championships for USA Hockey are just wrapping up. Um, so, yeah, it should be just about over for just about everybody. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. I, you know, I was like, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I've planned a nostalgic topic. I hope that uh, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't uh, um, collide with anyone's glorious days of thunder, uh, meaning, of course, the playoffs or the end of the season. Uh, 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 sorry, Lance, you, you got any hockey, uh, you know, other than beer league playing in your, your family at this point? Uh, not at all. I think the, I think the, um, who is it? The, uh, I think all the June, the, the, the tier one, well, the null is still, they're finishing up their season. They haven't started playoffs in the USHL, I believe are finishing up and haven't started playoffs. Yeah. So those are the only leagues that are still playing. Yeah, okay. the rest. I, is I don't think done. we probably have a lot of people whose kids are playing juniors in tier one, tier two that are listening to us. But I could be wrong. But I something hey, tells coach, me stop. Stop it, man! What the hell? You keep on <laughs> selling us short. Everyone loves us. Have I told right. you where we are in Hungary right now on the podcast charts? Number uh, we're number for hockey. We're number twenty nine. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I was, just, I, was <laughs> I was making it. I know that we're fifth. Our, our fifth biggest uh, market is Hungary, so I, I wanted to give Hungary a shout out. But uh, yeah, okay. Uh, because we're feeling a little nostalgic, uh, and because I was trying to bring something the real youth back into the youth hockey, I wanted to talk a little bit about the last outdoor youth hockey league, uh, and that's in Duluth. Uh, uh, and they have hundreds of, of of little kids that are playing outdoors in in hockey uh, every year. Um, and, uh, you know, the outdoor hockey scene, I know we've all had our kids play hockey on a pond or on something at some point. And um, I, I just think it's a different feeling. I think, you know, first of all, uh, they, they say they, there's 300 kids and it costs $300 for the season. And I'm like, oh, my God, uh, that, that's uh, that's that's certainly not uh, what what we're used to in California. Um, how, old, how old are these kids? Uh, five through eleven, uh, okay. and uh, so you know they they're these are not uh, the 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 top uh, upper echelons, and I think the the, the rinks. I've, I looked at the rink; um, they're kind of smaller. They, they you know they, I don't they're not uh, they're not like pond sized, but they're not they're certainly not NHL. Uh, so, uh, but they're playing five on five. Uh, so anyway. Uh, I, I, I read this article about it and it's the last uh, fully outdoor, uh, um, um, you know, a league in America. And I was like, there's got to be something special. You know, they have the warming house and they have a Zamboni that they painted and it's just very cute. And I, I thought, you know, it, it, you know, with the winter classic, uh, NHL went back outdoors. Uh, what uh, have you had experience? And, and these little kids are just like happy as all get out. You know, they, they're about as happy as they can be. 
do you think that that's something that's missing from hockey now? Do you think that there's something that, uh, that, that, uh, kids lose when they don't have it? Or do you have any, uh, stories from, uh, outdoor hockey that you'd like to share? I'll start the ball rolling. Um, uh, my, uh, my son, uh, was in a hockey tournament in Minnesota. I know who would have guessed. Uh, and I always brought my younger son along because, you know, they're both kids and, you know, they both had, they both loved hockey and stuff like that. And, um, the, the trip, uh, which, which, uh, was a lovely trip for my AAA son who was doing a great job and great things and everything that will always still, still be remembered by me, uh, for the, the, the fact that we were in an outdoor rink, uh, in Blaine and all of a sudden a team showed up and it was a AAA team at my younger son's, uh, level. And the coach is like, Hey, come on, dude, let's, let's get you out there too. Let's see if you can let's see if the kid from California can play. And so for like three hours, my youngest son was playing with all of these Minnesota kids. Uh, and he just had the biggest damn smile on his face uh, coming back in because everything was about my older son. Cause he was playing on the team and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And then uh, this, you know, with outdoor, uh, you don't, you aren't paying a lot of money. So you aren't, you know, there isn't the same kind of, uh, I don't know, there isn't the same kind of pressures uh, to get off the ice or get on the ice or, you know, take. Yeah, it's like pond off. hockey. There's no, exactly. just, yeah. just but this play was a real, all day. You know, yeah, this was a real rink. I mean, it was Zamboni. It would manage, you know, they, they did it. The, the city did it, but it was outdoors. Uh, and I still remember him completely red faced coming into the warming house after his second hour. Uh, and uh, I don't know if that's his favorite hockey memory, but it's one of mine. Uh, 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 just cause he comes in, all these kids were from Minnesota, the nicest kids in the world, you know, like, uh, you know, they, they were all really nice to him and he felt, uh, so engaged by the hockey community and the coach was like setting him up and playing him with these kids that were very, very good. And, and he's a good kid too. Uh, but, uh, you know, they were all like, Hey, you know, like make, you know, call me when you get back to California and, you know, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. it made, it made can you come for out life. for summer? <laughs> yes. No, no. I mean like these kids were like, can you come out for summer and, uh, maybe we can like play basketball or something. And I'm like, dude uh you know what uh and i don't i don't see that in an inside rink i don't see that kind of bond i don't know maybe i'm just uh, maybe it was just a, a one-off occurrence but i remember that i remember it as outdoor hockey uh uh and uh i remember that it was one of the the, the nicest memories uh i have of my younger son playing playing the sport i mean you know what randy i would say like every kid should experience that it's a great experience my sons you know when they were in minnesota they play i think everyone when you go to minnesota they always make it a requirement you gotta uh play on an outdoor rink and it's like you said it's great memories do do we need to do that every week for the entire season i don't i don't know <laughs> i as a parent well, if you're in the dakotas it's more there. likely than if you're in california so yeah well, i don't well, know if you know but we tried i think uh I think the Kings tried to have an outdoor uh, hockey league and it ended up evolving into water polo. <laughs> right. Someone drowned. Nice. It was very sad. Nice. Very tragic. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, uh, two horses drowned and that was really important. Well, there is, there is uh, that yeah. rink out in uh, <clears throat> um, like Arrowhead, uh, Big Bear, whatever, wherever yeah. it is. I think that's gone now. I, I think it's gone. I think the, the, uh, well, yeah. And they're Okay. Well, they're they're building a new rink out there somewhere. Oh, uh, well. um, but anyway, yeah. Um, 
I remember people were always so excited about uh, like they'd have a, a tournament uh, around Christmas time. And a lot of teams would go out there to play on that rink to get this experience. And to me, it's kind of sad because uh, I mean, again, like it's sort of not the point of that. And the, the point of it is that I think what you're, you know, what happened in your situation is there was a thing which wasn't really competitive. It wasn't strict gameplay. Yeah, it was more yeah. like shinny it's community. Yeah. And your exactly. kid could, yeah. and they were like, Oh, here's a kid. He's not even from our area. Come on out, jump, jump on and start playing. And, uh, and like, this is what uh, Gretzky talks about. And a lot of guys of, of, of my era and his era is that we all had this experience of playing hockey just for fun with our friends, without, a strict time limit to it in some place, you know, if you're in fortunate to be in a place where you can play, I can remember uh, playing like an upstate New York, uh, you know, just going out on a lake and literally being there for eight hours, you know, maybe <laughs> took, took, took some time to, to get a meal, you know? Um, and it's funny. Uh, I can, I can remember uh, my son, um, and some of his teammates and we went to a place uh and, and we we're playing in a tournament and it was it was winter time out and near the hotel there was a i it was just a backwater it, i don't know how else to describe it it was like an area where there was barely enough water to cover like there were branches and sticks sticking up but the the kids found this thing and they all got their their gear you know just their skates and they went down and played shinny and I can I can guarantee you they there was more enthusiasm for going down and playing on this little patch of of dirty ice with a bunch of sticks sticking up through it than there was in the in the actual tournament. Like the, the kids were down there, you know, even to the point of we're like, hey, you know, we got a game coming up, guys, and uh, you know, your skates will probably be wrecked, and uh, do you have extra blades? <laughs> and you might need to get them sharpened, all that kind of crap. They didn't care. The, the kids just wanted to go down there and play shinny uh, and just have fun and just, uh, you know, enjoy each other's company and having a little friendly competition. And uh, that's, it says a lot about the sort of the difference in the, in the way the world is now. And, and I got another example too, but I want to give Lance a chance to jump in. Yeah. Here. I was going to say uh, that uh, Randy and I played with a gentleman uh, or Randy and I didn't play. Our sons played with, uh do you remember doug doug from toronto uh his uh we played with his son and he he i think i know who you're talking stories. about he has a sister as well was this doug exactly oh yes. so you dave you know him too so yes of course. But yeah so doug used to always tell me these stories i was so jealous that when he grew up he said he grew up in in toronto and, and they had uh like in his backyard, basically, or, or a block away, these tributaries, I think he called them, these waterways. Yeah. And he said you would grab your, uh, he said you'd grab your bag and your skates and you'd walk down there, put them on. And he said you could skate down this waterway for miles and miles. And, and all you do is pass pickup game after pickup game. And you could just choose where you want. And, and like you said, he said, you know, all all winter long, you know, he, they were all the kids and they were, they were out there and that's all they did was just play hockey. There were no parents, there were no coaches. And he said, it's just the greatest time. And Aww, that's great you could just see the kids develop. He said too, because he didn't have anyone yelling at them when they tried to do something 
you know, do something crazy and it didn't work. Right. You know, they were just free to be themselves and, and just have a great time. And, and you, you do, uh, I, I, I firmly believe you get a lot better in that environment because you have the chance to experiment, like you're saying, and just play. And each kid is, you know, makes their own decisions about what they want to do there and what they want to work on. And, you know, and they're, they're free. They're, they're not, they don't have somebody penalizing them because they did something that, that, that person didn't like, you know? Well, yeah. Even like stick time. Uh, I, I just want to jump in uh, talking about the merits of this, even stick time. When you watch like kids at stick time, like, you know, sometimes their parents watching them to make sure they're not wasting their time and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's the weirdest thing. Like I, I've, I've been to stick times where like there are dads, like telling people what to do on the ice. And, and, and that's just, it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's it, it like, even if you go to an indoor rink, uh, the value of the, of the ice, I guess, makes it uh, somehow uh, uh, there's more pressure. And, and I feel like it, the, the, the contained, uh, uh, you know, these, these kids just feel more pressure to do stuff and maximize their time. Whereas the minute you get outside and, and you're in the open air, for some reason, all these kids are just like, woohoo, it's time. My, my daughter was on a, um, a small lake in Scotland. Uh, it froze, uh, to the point where, uh, both the kids got on, um, uh, in Scotland. And I remember, um, you know, we did, we went there day after day, uh, just because the kids, uh, it, it was, there was only two of them. There were no other Scottish people around. They didn't know they, there isn't a rich history of, uh, pick up shinny games in Scotland, but they had so much fun, uh, because, you know, uh, they were dragging around a sled and then they were using some goal as, and then they got out pucks and, you know, and, and nothing that they, they had no, like you said, no, nobody was telling them what to do. Uh, they were using their own creativity and they were, you know, doing fun stuff uh, uh, on the ice. And and uh, and that uh, is uh, that's something I, I feel like um, in this hyper training mode that we get into sometimes is lost. Uh, and I'm not telling people they need to rush outside with their kids. But uh, if you do go to Blaine or if you do go to uh, Duluth. Uh, um, and, and the evening comes or the afternoon comes and it's a frosty day, uh, ch check out one of these places, check out one of these, uh, little, little rinks and you might have an experience that, uh, that kind of, uh, sets a kid on a journey, um, uh, that puts happiness back into the journey that the kid's on maybe. So, right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I agree. We, you know, we've all, we've all had our kids in Blaine and, um, you do the, the outdoor thing, but it, a lot of times it's, you know, within the, it's within the constraints of the team and it's more about, okay, you're going to experience outdoor hockey. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, we, when we did it one year, it was uh, like a couple, you know, it was like five degrees below zero and everyone was <laughs> like uh, trying to avoid getting frostbite and uh, yeah. Okay. That was cool and everything, but this isn't really what I think. I think when people are nostalgic about this idea they're missing the point if it's just about playing more hockey outdoors. Yeah. No, let no, me tell you, it's, not, that's yeah. not the point of it. The point of it is what people are nostalgic about those that talk about this. And that, that it's funny because it's been sort of institutionally passed on that this is an amazing experience, but it's not an amazing experience if it's just more, you know, controlled hockey. Yeah. Uh, it's an amazing experience. If your kid can get, your kid can get out with his friends or, and or some other kids and just play pickup hockey with nobody 
keep preventing them from organizing that as they choose and playing as they choose. And, and to get some real time to do that, th there's some development in there that uh, you may find your kid gets that they just can't get otherwise. And I think it also probably explains a lot of why there's so many good players that come out of Minnesota because they have these opportunities. It's like anything else. If you can, if you could go in and play, you know, in your formative years, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of just pick up hockey with your friends and, you know, you get five times that compared to then when you, you get into, uh, you know, actual organized hockey, uh, it's not a surprise when some of those kids are already really, really good and have developed skills themselves uh, because they've done it through experimentation and playing, you know, um, like, like any other sport, you know, it's the same thing with basketball kids, you know, play pickup basketball and become very good in some of these leagues that where that happens. Um, I thought about one more outdoor uh, story I had for, for my older son. Do you mind if I share? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, Gabe was, it was the first time he had the chance and he met, uh, by the way, he met uh, three uh, kids that uh, invited him to dinner because uh, uh, um, they played with each other. They played uh, uh, hockey like three nights in a row. And then the third night, these kids asked him if they, you, you would come to dinner with us, come to our house. And, and I just remember uh, uh, like sitting, uh, you know, like he would watch my car come up because after like two hours I would, I would be pulling. And, and he would just, he would just like skate away. <laughs> I remember he'd be like, no, no, I don't want to go yet, dad. And so like, I would be pulling up in the rental car at uh, some uh, some outdoor plane rink, and my son was boom. The minute he saw me, he would like, oh, I'm gonna go over here where where I can't see right, my dad pretend anymore. that they can't hear you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, right. And uh, I think that's a good sign uh, for anybody when your kid uh, is uh, either so embarrassed of of, of his toxic father, uh, or uh, you know maybe he's maybe that's it, or maybe he just really <laughs> loves the the sport so much that he just wants to keep on. Playing. No, it just doesn't, you know, that's yeah. kids. Uh, it, my, my uh, younger brother, like in the summers, we'd be down at the, like a local pool. And I can remember my mother coming down and my brother in the pool swimming very slowly as my mother walked along the side of the pool going, Jeff, get out of the pool. And he <laughs> pretended he couldn't hear and uh, when you said that, I just, uh, <laughs> right into my mind was like, oh my God, yep. that's exactly like what he used to do. I remember that too. I remember like uh, my parents, uh, there were things that, uh, you know, like we'd be out in the field uh, shooting BB guns and you could hear him yelling for us and we'd be like, oh no, I can't hear that. Yeah. A little, a <laughs> little bit of defiance, a little yep. bit that kids of the seventies, seventies uh, and eighties were able to, to pull off. Um, yeah, that's nice. Now, you know, I want to I want to say one other thing uh, about something else that's just kind of, uh, you know, again, I don't know if it's the competitive aspect of hockey, but um, when I was. I want to say from the ages of 14 to maybe 16 <clears throat> um, in those that's years. That, yeah. yeah. The, World War Two era. Uh, are we it was not World War Two. World okay. War One. Uh, okay. uh, we <laughs> we dodged go, yeah. the mustard gas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. As you and, were but, dod yeah. put on the in mask. In between the trenches, we would yes. do this. No, uh, so in, in those years, um, when we would go and play, we would play a team and we would play them two to three games over the weekend. And so we would go there and uh, this was like 
I mean, they, I think they called it billeting in those, in those days. It's not the billeting that, you know, most of us are familiar with now, which is like your kid goes away someplace and he lives with some family because you're not there. Uh, this was just like um, playing, you know, you'd play a team and you play them to two to three games for the weekend and have like a series and you'd get in there and maybe it was on Friday night and then to, everybody would be sort of broken up into, into pairs and you would go with another teammate and you would stay with the family of the team that you had just played. Oh, you can't do that nowadays, coach. There's no way. There'd be a lawsuit. Well, let me, there would on, be a lawsuit. Let, let me, let me just tell like, you, well, yeah, a some peanut crazy, allergy or some something. crazy crap happened yes. in those days, but what, yes. whatever. Um, but uh, the, this was such a great lesson of, um, you know, uh, of, of sportsmanship and competition because you'd play against this team and, you know, of course they try and beat you and you try and beat them, but you would see how you have so much in common with them because it's a hockey family that you go to and you go there. And then of course you'd probably have dinner and maybe like if, if there was a bunch of time, you know, everybody jump out into the uh, driveway and grab street hockey sticks and uh, you'd have an impromptu, you know, uh, three person or four person, you know, uh, street hockey game. And maybe the people be watching an NHL game uh, that night. And, you know, then the next day you'd go back and you play another game and, uh, and you do this and um, they don't, they don't do it anymore. Like it's, it's gone. It's, it's disappeared. And, uh, and I think, uh, you know, it's like the not playing much outdoors and kids not having an opportunity to play. I don't think I don't think it's better, and I don't think that something exists that replaces that. It's more, you know, a bunch of people who are overly professionalizing youth sports or youth hockey and focusing on that, and uh, and we've lost a little bit of the, uh, you know, what was interesting about the about the game. Um, you know, by the way, th- this also was, uh, you know, all, an a more economical way of doing it because you go, you know, you go and have your kids stay with the other team. And then maybe you'd play that team another time in the season. And they're, you know, not all the kids, a lot of the parents were not going. A lot of times it was, you know, there's a couple parents maybe driving a van or something and they were staying wherever they were staying, but the team was staying with the family of the, you know, the families of the kids they were playing against their competition. And uh, you, you know, and vice versa, so everybody didn't have to get a hotel for, for okay. how long in the modern era would it be before like a billet family of the, one of these hyper competitive parents would poison food, poison some of the kids from the other team. So they didn't play as well. That's why that's not happening now. Well, I, I, I mean, guarantee it. Like we are, yeah, but they don't they do it. And I thought the peewee, the big peewee tournament in Quebec, I thought that's a requirement. Yes, you have exactly. To stay so with the you whole see, family. it's not, it's not completely gone away in Canada. Canada's charming, it. but it, Canada's charming, but it's about 20 years behind. <laughs> I, I also uh, <laughs> want to mention lost our two. Ca- our rating listeners. just went down. I know. I, I, I want to mention you, you brought up uh, that thing about, about that. And, and we have some friends that uh, are uh, from Canada that we met out here. And uh, I mean, I, I know um, Randy, you know who they are and, uh, and they're the, the mom is from Quebec city. And she's been saying for years, like, you got to come up and do the skate 
down the, you know, through the city uh, because, um, you know, the rivers freeze up and then, or the canals and like you were saying, uh, Lance, that uh, Doug was talking about where like the whole, you know, people turn out and they, they will skate these like rivers of ice for, for miles. And it just sounds like, you know, something really fun and uh, cool to do. Um, so maybe a, a reason to visit. Oh, and yeah, you know, if you if you get a chance to visit Quebec City, it's it's amazing. I hope they get a uh, a hockey franchise back because uh, it's it's a very cool city to to visit if you get a chance. So anyway, that's uh, that's my um, ad for free ad for the tourist uh, tourist division of, of Quebec City. Hey, uh, you know, after all of the places that we've been to a thousand times, I would like to go to Quebec. You know, how many times have we have you been to Detroit and Minnesota and blood? You know, there's there's so many hockey hubs, Chicago. I've been to so uh, these places so many times. And Boston. I mean, California. I would love to have something new on the on the on the menu. So, yeah, no, I like Yeah, We don't we don't. uh, You would think that we would maybe get up and play teams from from vancouver or something nope i mean it's no, a long never way. to be honest ne- with you we played teams from mexico uh, and there's only one team in mexico city we played teams from mexico and we have never played teams from vancouver yeah there, there are teams uh in the on the east coast which uh play a bunch of canadian teams uh pretty uh pretty frequently and the and there's a lot more canadian teams coming down into the u.s to play but we just don't seem to get it in california but uh in other places on the East coast, uh, that that's, that's a lot more of a thing. And, and I think, you know, and it should be, uh, and, and I hope that, you know, as the whole COVID crisis is, you know, winding down more and more that it gets back to, uh, a loosening of the, of the borders there. Cause well, there's a lot of people who, um, you know, this is a thing. There's people we know who send their kids to, uh, schools in Canada where they play hockey. And, uh, and, and vice versa. So, yeah, um, I mean, you know, it's a great cultural and sport exchange there, my friend, great cultural and sport exchange. Um, If you don't mind, I'm going to put a capper on this one because I believe uh, we've talked enough about outdoor hockey. I know it was my topic, but now I'm getting bored. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Good. Good. I'm glad I, I I've now found a, a way out of a topic. I'm like, yeah, no, no, it was a nice idea, but no, nah, it doesn't go any further than this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But I I do uh, want to thank uh, you, Coach, and you, Lance, for uh, hanging with me on this topic. Uh, I hope that that uh, that some of the people in the audience got a, a certain amount of nostalgia about something that they did. Uh, that uh, you know, maybe maybe it just puts a smile on your face uh, for for the sport and. Um, we can't have enough of that uh, when we have kids in the sport. So, uh, you know, just uh, spreading a little happiness here at the Youth Hockey Podcast today. Um, any last uh, words from the uh, from the gallery? Uh, come back next week. <laughs> yeah, please come back next week. And if you have anything you'd like to hear us uh, uh, talk about, uh, you can always get us a hold of us at youthhockeypodcast at gmail.com. Youthhockeypodcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you say something nice about Coach, it will be read on air. 
Uh, so thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next. You keep week. Say, uh, by the way, you keep saying yes. that, and meanwhile, nothing has ever been read. So what is? What I, didn't, I didn't to, think about that. I, I meant it as a compliment. Here. Just so you know, I meant it as a compliment, Dave. But you're right. Uh, it really it, it starts beginning to sound the like an history insult. that apparently no one has ever said anything. Uh, well, I, you know, that's okay. I, that's okay. I, uh, please, I accept it. Please, somebody say something nice about Coach. He's beginning. He's beginning to act out. So anyway, thanks for listening. Remember to visit Gabe Gifford Hockey. The link is in the description and the webpage below.